0: it's great to start one as a hobby but if you have something to promote that puts you at a better edge and puts you in a space of focus because the thing is you should really stay focused too because the thing with podcasting it's easy to burn out and it's easy to forget why you started it in the first place because it's a lot of work in the beginning
1: welcome back to podcast launchpad i'm kelly normally on this podcast i'm talking about using your podcast as a marketing tool to grow your business but having your own podcast is also an excellent way to promote and sell more books and that's what i'm going to be chatting about with my guests today Dominic Dom Brightman is a certified trainer with the Maxwell Leadership Team, a best-selling author and the host of the Going North podcast, a podcast committed to featuring authors from around the world to promote the power of the written word and inspire listeners to publish books of their own. His mantra is, advance others to advance yourself. I love that. Welcome, Dom. I am so happy you're here today. Whew, thanks a bunch for
0: having me, Kelly. Been excited about this one. <laughs>
1: me too. This is going to be awesome because I am an author as well. And my podcast has totally helped me as well. So this is going to be a great conversation. So as both an author and podcaster yourself, which came first for you, the books or the podcast?
0: Oh man, that's like asking what comes first, the chicken or the egg. I like,
1: know, like- I was going to ask you that, but I thought it would be ans- easier for you to answer books or podcasts. So <laughs> you pick, you pick which question you want to answer.
0: <laughs> uh, but now, actually, for me, my book actually came first. That was actually my side quest. Funny enough, because thing was. Um twenty-three, I was there to write a book at a networking event through Toastmaster International because I was handing out these reading lists to people as opposed to business cards because they end up in the trash you're in forgotten. But a reading list, like, oh, you read this book? Oh, you read that book? And one lady she looked at the list, looked at me and asked me, Hey, where's your name on this list? I'm like, Oh, yeah, it's at the bottom of the Dom Bribing the 443. She's like, No, we're not talking about that. I'm talking about you as an author. And I'm like, uh, and i was like 22 at the time i'm like I, i'm freaking 22 i ain't got nothing to write about like what oh. the heck and she's like hey how about a year from today you write a book and i'm like nah i think i'm good okay how about a year from today we both write a book and i'm like wow and she's cute too and i'm like this is freaking amazing like, Nah, i think i'm good and then shortly the conversation ended after that but a couple of days later, after telling a buddy of mine, I was in a Toastmasters meeting practicing one of my speeches, and one of the requirements for the project was a Q&A. But the thing was, the speech had nothing to do with writing a book, and you can easily guess what the first question was from my buddy in the crowd during the Q&A session. He's like, hey, Dom, when are you going to write your book? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the That's longest— amazing. Yeah, yeah. Longest like three second pause ever. It felt like a whole year went by. <laughs> Actually, I'll no, years bet. are fast now. It felt like It felt
1: like five years went by. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, talk about putting you on the spot. in That whole room of all the questions anyone could ask, but he knew. He knew. <laughs> so that was your challenge. Oh yeah, and yeah. and I hear you. I mean, most people are like. What could I write about? Who would read it? What on earth do I have to say that's worth putting out there? So you were going through all of that, weren't you?
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's freaking real. And, of course, that's probably – One of the major gaps that hold people back, of course, the comparison gap where we compare ourselves to other folks on social media when folks tend to forget that social media is a highlight reel, not folks' actual day-to-day log of everything they do. (laughs) Because if it was, you'd see a stark difference. You probably wouldn't even care about the highlight reel. You'd be like, hey, hey, what what you doing over here,
1: buddy? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) The the B-reel is always so much more interesting than the highlight reel, you know, like the bloopers and, and all of that. So much more interesting. Yeah. Like when I, I'm rarely just scrolling on social media, I tend to get on, you know, post my stuff, scroll for a few minutes and leave. And honestly, when I'm scrolling and all you're seeing is the beautiful stuff, you know, the beautiful people, the highlight re- reels, it, it can get depressing, you know? I, I want to see something more real than that real (laughs) ha yeah got a pun out of you this is good (laughs) (laughs) too early too early in the morning for that (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so okay so why did you decide like why did you take up the challenge then and did you do it that year
0: yes i did i did it within a year because i did want to look like a punk on stage so i said a year from today i'm going to write my book so i ended up taking that dare (laughs) a year by default she she didn't know at first I I told her the year after we were actually at this at a different conference the following year and handed her a copy of the book she was surprised about it so it it, so the circle did come full the circle did come full like it, it was definitely good and that book was called going north tips and techniques to advance yourself and then that eventually led to the main quest of starting a podcast
1: (laughs) and so was your idea for the podcast right away what it is to interview other authors and inspire listeners to write their own books
0: funny enough no it was going to be a totally different name and with you being a fellow creative you probably understand the fact that you have so many ideas that you want to get out into the world that sometimes you get bored of your old ideas before they even get their wings to make it off the runway because the podcast was going to be called going north it originally was going to be called the mr music and reads podcast
1: oh my gosh that's wild and what was it going to be about
0: yeah, so that podcast was going to be me just doing book reviews, maybe interviewing authors too, as well as interviewing independent musicians to give them a shot and shine to be able to interview them, especially those that I found on YouTube back in the day who would like mm. produce like beats, new age, jazz, neo soul, even some hip hop. And a coach of mine, she we actually had a conversation. She actually reminded me, like, hey, you kind of got this brand here, like going north, that's the main thing you're doing. And it's like, why well, just leave that on the table? And she was she was right, because that that was my main problem that I didn't even consider. Like the creative mind. You want to create so much that you sometimes leave things like just sitting out there before they even make it off the runway so it's like you know what let's uh, help this make it off the runway
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so you're doing for other people you're doing for your listeners what your friend did for you
0: oh yeah that's right indeed that's the power of having good friends especially when they're coaches too because they know how to ask the right questions get inside your brain make you think for yourself
1: (laughs) yes exactly and sometimes those challenges are just not sometimes you know usually those challenges are just the best thing that could happen to us when we then have the right mindset and the courage to take them on and to say yes And your podcast is amazing for doing that because too many people don't have a friend to give us that challenge and aren't working with a coach to give us that challenge and don't even necessarily, or aren't necessarily actively thinking about, maybe I should write a book. And when they listen to your podcast, now they've gotten that idea from you. And you're like their virtual coach saying, Hey, I'm challenging you to do this. You do have a book in you. You can get it out there. I did it. And look how young I was. You can definitely do it.
0: Uh, hit the nail on the head. Funny enough, that's actually what happened to one of my listeners who was a veteran I, for my Second book, my book launch, I mentioned, hey, those are on the team, I'm going to give them a shout out in a future episode. And it just so happened, it's the episode I uh, gave him a shout out on, I felt like that actually matched his vibe since he himself was also... A veteran, and I was interviewing interviewing a veteran, and the episode of that title, or this or I should say, the title of that episode, was "Escape Average and Go Big." And he was like, "Oh
1: darn! <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! <laughs> that is awesome! <laughs> wow! All right. So, has your podcast helped your books? Has it helped you? Has it helped your brand? Has it helped you sell more books?
0: that's a beautiful thing it has definitely it definitely has definitely because and funny enough like if i was to do part of this journey again i would probably do my podcast first and Mm. then launch the book later because with the podcast you have more of a ground laid out in terms of like a fan base and your name is out there more now granted it it worked out beautiful so far i'm not going to take that away it's like it, it folks can do it either way but to be honest if looking back i would do the podcast first and then launch the book later because <laughs> funny enough with the podcast i have some folks would be like yeah you're interviewing all these authors are you an author and funny enough <laughs> most of folks don't even care ha- like halfway through the interview some of them ask me like hey so you got any books of your own and i'm oh like gosh. oh Okay. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Are you not putting that in your show notes, dude? (laughs) Oh my goodness! (laughs) That is too funny. But yeah, I think you're right. Like having a podcast really builds your brand from the beginning and sets the stage for promoting yourself and you know of course you're promoting other people which if you're having guests on your show we should definitely be doing but it helps build our own brand and get our names out there so all right so let's move into that why should authors start their own podcast
0: ah great question indeed the beautiful thing about starting a podcast especially if you're an author yourself heck, even if if you're a business author, or even, heck, if you're a novelist as well, as because usually those who publish one book and they enjoy the process, they're not going to just stop with that one book. They're going to want to keep publishing more and more books. And a podcast is a great way to engage your listeners. In the meantime, while wow, you're writing your next wonderful book. And that's actually helped with my second book become a bestseller, because after my first ever book was published and – Eventually, started the show. The two year gap, I'd say, sixteen of those muffs was actually me podcasting, and interviewing folks, and my name got out there even more online because I was promoting all these other wonderful folks. And some of those would share their episodes; they would know my name in default, and then they would even come on to the show and listen. And then that built up enough traction where I got more folks. So those readers became listeners that attracted other listeners. And then those listeners can start the circle all over again to become readers. Yeah. So that's basically that circulation, basically that reading circulation that you want, that business reading circulation that you want in your life. And that's really why all of the books should start a podcast. And that's one of the reasons why folks should start a podcast, because it's, it's great to have a podcast as a hobby. There's nothing wrong with that like i -hmm. I know you kelly you have you've been doing this (laughs) double the time i've been doing like 11 going on 12 years congratulations for that (laughs) one of the ogs of this and it's great to start one as a hobby but if you have something to promote that puts you at a better edge and puts you in a space of focus because the thing is you should really stay focused too because The thing with podcasting it's easy to burn out and it's easy to forget why you started it in the first place because it's a lot of work in the beginning it's Mm -hmm. a lot of work like my my first ever episode that i tried to edit it took me at least six hours to learn that
1: (laughs) yes yes and until you get into a groove and really get it down, it is hard. And pod fade is real, you know, burning out, realizing that it's tougher than you expect it to be. And most podcasters, I mean, like 90% quit before they hit 10 episodes. And there are still a bunch of podcasts out there that quit with just one you're like, oh my God, like you said, that took me six hours to edit. Yeah, I ain't doing it anymore. <laughs> <And> it's so, <laughs> It is so sad. You know, you get better at it. It becomes so much easier, but you have to keep that momentum. And I love what you said about, you have to keep in mind why you started it and yes i have i'm a co-host of geek girl soup that we've been doing for over 11 years now and it is a hobby it is a passion project and what keeps us going is that we're getting together every week and having fun together and we are providing value for our listeners and that's what keeps us going and my business podcasts I do to provide l- value for my listeners, you know, I love y'all, and it is a marketing tool for my business. So when I keep those things in mind, those keep me going. Absolutely. And so you need your goals. You need those concrete goals in mind. And a business-based podcast, you it's easier to see a return on investment, if you will. You know, because you can set those up. You can define what success means to you for your podcast. And then you need to give it time, right?
0: No, you're so right about that. he's <laughs> <You're> definitely <laughs> right about that. It's like, oh yeah, I'll listen to like five different podcasts about podcasting. No, wait, 30 of them. Then I'll down like a hundred <laughs> lead magnets and maybe read one of them, and then the rest will go on the hard drive and then I'll look at them later. And then on a five old hard drive six months later I realize, oh I forgot there's an online course on there and then i'll read that too and then you'll just go through the but but yeah long story short yeah it's definitely gonna take time to really get known because funny enough like myself as a host my stride <laughs> didn't come to like episode 200 i felt like and wow. i didn't get known until episode 32 and yeah. that was about six months after launching the show because the thing was the show started as once a week where it would be every thursday a new episode would go live and i kept my word on that one and heck even in december that year i even called it double portion december the first december i did that i don't do that anymore because three episodes a week that i don't need to do that (laughs) it's uh,
1: tough it's tough
0: (laughs) yeah so uh yeah it yeah definitely put all that content out there and i guess it was the mix of folks a nice little motley crew of folks that mm-hmm. help to get the show noticed because the thing is you can have the big time celebrity guests which is great it's great to have influencers on your show but a lot of them they the stories have probably been heard like five ten two thousand times already yes. as opposed to the person who hasn't been on as many podcasts they'll share their interview to the freaking moon and you'll yes. get more numbers on that as opposed to the influencers and that combination like just led to steve osher putting me on his list back in 2018 as one of the top 10 self-help podcasts in the world and i'm like dude how the heck you even found me dude i'm like i'm, I'm like a random black guy from baltimore here joke <laughs> like, how the hell you find me on the <laughs> your freaking internet and it's all because of that
1: consistency and it takes time like you said <laughs> yeah Totally. And you are so right about influencers versus guests who haven't been on many podcasts. Those, quote, smaller guests definitely share to the moon, like you said, because they're sharing, because they are so excited and they want to share, they want to show their audience, hey, this podcaster thinks I'm a big enough deal to have them on my, to have them on their show and so yeah they are sharing on their own they're initiating the share on all of their social media as opposed to the bigger influencers they may share your instagram post as a story and that's like it so not as good not nearly as good i mean that's it's better than nothing but yeah the the lesser known guests definitely share a lot more and that helps a lot more. I have found those episodes tend to do better than the episodes I have with bigger influencers. It's wild. It's not what you expect at first. (laughs) It's true. You're like, I've got this big influencer on, that one is really going to pop. And no. Okay. So what tips do you have for authors to get started with a podcast?
0: Oh, sure thing. Definitely listen to uh, podcasts that are in your niche that you're looking to go for. Heck, even podcasting about podcasting. Kelly chose a great start because she has a nice, wonderful combination of solo casts of great content that is actually applicable for starting and growing a successful podcast. And she sounds freaking great on her freaking microphone. I'm like, dang gum it. Like, man, I'm like, what mic does she freaking use? That's the Aww. first question I asked her before the pre-call. Because I'm like, man, she sounds freaking extra sexy on that microphone. Let me see what microphone it is. <laughs> So just Thank learning you from so other. Much. Oh my pleasure, Dave. My pleasure, Dave. So yeah, just learning from other podcasters, seeing what they do, figure out, and heck, even of course the why. It's like okay, why I want to promote my book. Okay, then focus on the what. What is it going to be about? Like, are you going to try to read a separate chapter from your book every week? That's not really a good idea, especially no. if it's a novel, because it's like why are you reading the seven pages of a novel for a podcast episode unless you're doing it as a teaser for your new book so focusing on the why focusing on the what it's going to be about listening to other shows to get a feel of how you want it to go and then make sure you buy some solid equipment not expensive equipment because the thing is you you definitely don't want to like spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to get this massive setup going and then when you get scared because it will happen and you don't record anything or you record something and you don't put it out because funny enough uh, one buddy of mine had I coached to help him start his show he had the tools to get the show going he had the experience ready to go he he was a fellow speaker himself it's like oh yeah stage especially a youth leadership speaker like oh that's easy but it's like starting a podcast it's like there's still that apprehension of oh man like you are really good enough to do this and Mm -hmm. to help him get over the hump i actually opened up my network to him and introduced him to a few guests that would fit his theme of his show and his Mm -hmm. theme was summer soldiers like equipping young black males so getting guests that would fit that theme and that's actually what helped me to get further along with starting my show because i had my apprehension as well until a friend introduced me to darn near 50 possible guests (laughs) to be on my show and it was like oh these are a lot of people i gotta actually do this thing so when you really bring other folks on to join your success especially if you interview other guests to be on your show that'll so that's something else to put you over the edge too for that accountability because if you interview somebody they're gonna want to hear their episode go live and they're gonna want to hear how they sound that's those are probably a few oh A bonus tip too, I like to remind folks, have fun. Even if it's for business, have fun regardless. Because the thing is, folks are going through a lot right now. And I'm sure listeners are going through a lot right now. And it's always good to remind yourself to have fun while you're doing what you do.
1: Totally. Yes, you need that energy in your show because listeners don't want the episode to be a drag, You know and the tone of your show needs to fit the concept and like the problems that you solve and you know whatever that may be the goal of your show so not every show needs to be totally you know happy happy joy joy upbeat but the energy needs to be there you know you can't be a downer or speak in a monotone of course <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes have fun whatever that means to you and your show so absolutely that is like number one <laughs> otherwise you're not going to keep doing it definitely not if it's a drag for you you're not going to do it so you mentioned authors reading chapters their book i totally agree with you that that is not ideal for a an author's podcast that's an audiobook so yeah if you're like reading a teaser from an upcoming book awesome but if i'm reading if i'm listening not reading listening to an author's podcast i want especially if it's a novelist you know any kind of fiction I want a behind the scenes and if it's a, a nonfiction book, I want more information. Like I want them to explain things deeper from the book or, or even just like repeating things from the book and then going into things that the editor said, no, 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 that's off topic or that's too much. The book is gonna be a thousand pages long if you put that in there. So would you agree with that?
0: I agree wholeheartedly, especially if you got some funny stories of beside behind the scenes of how the book came to be, or like even writing journey and writing tips, because it'll make it fun for readers because it's like, oh, I get to learn about the author behind the book.
1: <laughs> yes, that's what people want to know, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah exactly and plus the other thing too especially for non-fiction writers that gives you a chance to polish your content as well heck even a lot of big name folks like even my favorite author of all time john maxwell like he probably he has the main books out there like the laws of leadership mm-hmm. but he's going to have other books that are basically reprints but more polished Drilled down versions of his book, like he has a book out there called The 15 Laws of Growth, but about a good three or four years later, he had a series called How Successful People Grow, which is basically a smaller pocket-sized version of The 15 Laws of Growth with Mm -hmm. more pile of sentences, different stories, different Areas of content, because that's the other thing, too, with the podcasts and books, especially if you have a traditionally published book, a traditionally published book, that's probably a year long process. By the time you're done with the book and it's in the printers, you're probably like six to nine months ahead of when that book is gonna launch, and you're busy growing and getting better. And folks get to hear your growth while your book's coming out, to where it's like, oh wow, <laughs> this book was me a year ago. Right. I'm totally different now. Let's talk about some other stuff that's not gonna be in this book.
1: <laughs> right. And and then, like you said, during that time, you're now developing content for the next book, even if some of it is coming from that book that hasn't even come out yet and that is such a great point so your podcast is like going deeper even into the content that's in that current book or about to come out book you are now creating content for the next book even if you hadn't even thought about that next book yet now you're developing it through your podcast how awesome is that
0: Heck yeah, indeed. It's like you have your own metaphorical word, Jim. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) That's perfect. Oh my gosh. So you're sharing what you've already got. You're building your brand and you are creating for yourself. I mean, for your audience and for yourself. You're creating your next book and your next after that. That's amazing. And more easily, it seems like, because you're. You're creating it sort of live, if you will, you know, on the spot. That's so awesome! Oh my gosh! Ah, uh, all right. So tell us a little about your book. So you you mentioned uh, going north. How about stay the course? How did that come about?
0: Ah, uh, yes, that book. What interests it was. Kind of funny just thinking about that book, because funny enough, you think the first book, oh, get that out the way. Second book would be easier. I thought that, too. But sadly, that book came, I'd say, around a good two and a half years after my first book, because um, after my first book, Going North, was published, six months later, sadly, lost my dad after his long battle with dementia in March of 2017. And... I was lacking some self-awareness at the time that I thought I already had because <laughs> there was some anticipatory grief because I was one of his caregivers mm. and we were expecting the day was going to be coming and it it came and it happened and everything went off without a hitch. He had a good send off and I had a day job at the time, full-time librarian day job at the time. and couple months later called in the office and was just noted like hey here's some areas where i'm screwing up but my boss asked me before that was like he's like you sure everything's okay here because this is a you're you're not usually yourself at the moment did you you think you need more time and then it was like oh wow i think i need more self-awareness so my boss Mm -hmm. helped to coach me back to a different Level And part of that coaching, I dove into emotional intelligence mm. and it led me to realize that self-awareness is the major key of elite performance because a lot of elite performers, they are aware of themselves and their abilities and heck, even if their bodies too, and they can play through the pain, they can continue to go through the pain and be at their best. And self-awareness is that major key that allows The Wonderful Five Other Keys of Self-Awareness to Fall into Place Afterwards. And that book came out in May of 2019 and actually became a bestseller on Amazon. Thanks to all the groundwork that the podcast laid out for me and having a plan to make it the bestseller and actually following through enough on that plan to where it actually happened. So, yeah, that's the second (laughs) book and where it came from. Indeed, got another one in their works about podcasting it's gonna be a nice little first part of a trilogy
1: (laughs) awesome that is so great and stay the course is so good I really enjoyed it so I highly recommend it and and uh, uh, going north as well just y'all need to pick it up and I'll put links in the show notes so just fabulous so where can listeners find you online if they want to get in touch uh, yes indeed.
0: The good news is it's easy as apple pie. You can type in dombrightman.com. That's dombrightman.com. And it'll take you directly to the Going North Podcast to get some more wonderful content in your ears. And there's a free opt-in too called the 21 Lessons Learned from Five Plus Years of Podcasting. So if you want that wonderful free ebook to start growing magics. A successful podcast of your own to add on to the great content that the special k chief herself has already given you you can find it all on dombrightman.com
1: awesome that is fabulous yes we need all of the help we can get with starting and growing our podcasts don't we all right so couple of questions about what you have gained from podcasting even though people can get 21 points in your download. So what would you say is the biggest practical benefit you've gotten out of podcasting?
0: Biggest practical benefit. I'd have to say definitely the business aspect of it, because the thing is (laughs) it just really like more sales, more relationships with the guests. Like after, interviewing over 800 people, you're going to learn something. <laughs> yes. Know, learn
1: something. <laughs> yes. I agree. Yes. Like having all my guests on, I learn something every single time. Even when we're talking about something that I already know something about, it's like, oh my gosh, you just gave me something amazing to think about. Or I get free coaching. You know,
0: it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That part's true. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, and I didn't even expect it. That's not why I bring people on, but it's like, wow, wait, what? (laughs) And I'll say, wow, here's what I've been doing. (laughs) And they're like, well, let me add this. Or, you know, may I suggest, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) And what would you say is the most personally rewarding thing you've gotten out of podcasting?
0: Uh, The most personal thing, that that was definitely interesting, indeed, interesting question. I have to say, it's probably just discovering the fact that magic can happen when you take action, because the thing is, a hundred flowers blossom from my show is the wonderful analogy likes uh, likes to say i think it was like let a 100 flowers blossom i'm not sure where that came from originally i got it from kai, kai kawasaki but the podcast itself i thought i was gonna do a few episodes and see how far it goes or whatever maybe interview a few folks in baltimore but five going on six years later and <laughs> having 800 episodes out there and now having a goal of interviewing a thousand different authors across the globe, it's like, it, it's amazing what you can do when you're focused and when you have fun with, with what you do. So just the fact that, hey, let's see how far I can go and just test my merit and ability to be able to connect with different people across the globe. And let's all bring some unity here because one of the most beautiful things about the show is the diverse guests. The youngest mm-hmm. guest I've had on the show thus far was 14. Oh. Oldest guest was 80. Mm. And just, just those di- different authors, different levels of experiences, and just seeing the commonalities between them—it's just really encouraging and just reminding, like our fellow humans, like no matter what their age, gender, backgrounds, creeds, religion, whatever. We're, at the end of the day, we're all still human. We all have a level of wisdom to share, and we can learn from each other. And at the end of the day, we just really want to help each other, even if it's just our families.
1: Yeah. That is beautiful. I love it. Well, your show is doing great stuff. So y'all be sure to listen to Going North. Highly recommend it. Dom, thank you so much for being here today. It was wonderful chatting with you. I really appreciate you.
0: I appreciate you too, Kelly. I'm on it for the info. It's like, yay, something's working.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Totally working. Oh, my gosh. It is awesome that you started your show, and I am so grateful for you and for your show being out in the world. And (laughs) thank you all for being here today. Be sure to follow the show so you don't miss a single episode, and I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad.